continuing here on Daftas with the Gemara. If a person gave a pit or an axe to a cherashet of a cotton to watch, and then this axe did damage, the owner must pay. Mashenkin, if you give hot coals to a cherashet of a cotton, your putter of damage occurs, since hot coals cannot do damage on their own. Not like, for example, a regular flame of fire, which could do damage all by itself. The Av of Shor has a Chumrah that Bor does not, since if an axe kills a man, the owner must pay Kaifer. Mashenkin by Bor, he does not. And Bor has a Chumrah in that it's a Muad the first time it damages, and the owner must pay Nezik Shalim immediately. Mashenkin by Shor, the first time it does damage is only considered a Tam, and therefore it only pays, the owner only pays Chatzi Nezik. It takes three Gorings till the animal actually is Mechuyev for the owner of the animal is Mechuyev to pay Nezik Shalim because the animal then would be considered a Muad. Dafyud. If an axe smashes dishes with its horns, its owner is chayev to pay midin keren. Mashenkin, if a boar pit damages dishes, it's a machlekes if the owner must pay. Rabbi Yehuda holds chayev al niske kelim bebor. Niske esh has a chumrah, and it's chayev even if it damages things that normally don't burn. For example, something which is enoroila, like stones. But esh has a kula that it is putter by tomon. It is putter if it burns something that is hidden. If one who assigns his axe to five shaymrim, watchmen, and one of the shaymrim abandons his post, the Gemara says that if the axe can be adequately cared for by the remaining four shaymrim, then the fifth shaymr is excused for leaving. The Rambam, then brought in the Magad Mishnah, Hilchas Malva Veleva Perek and other Rishaynim, bring you Shalmi that introduces the concept of Arev, guarantor, with regard to a case of multiple shaymrim. As we know, the cloud call Yisrael Arevim Zebozeh. The Rambam says that if two Shemrim simultaneously accept the responsibility to guard something, they become Arevim, guarantors for each other. Thus, if the item becomes damaged as a result of one's negligence, the other one is liable to pay as well, in the event that the negligent Shemr fails to pay, since he is considered an Arev, and they are all sort of in this together. In other if a person does a portion of a damage, then he's Chayef. For example, if Ruvain digs a bore, nine Tvachim deep, and Shimon adds one more tefach to give the ten needed to do damage, Shimon would be chayev if someone gets hurt. But Rebbe holds both are chayev, since they both contributed to the damage. But if five people sat on a bench and nothing happened, comes along a sixth per- person and sits on the bench and then breaks it, then only the last person is chayev. If an axe gores a different axe and kills it, the nizik, the damagee, keeps the novella, and the mazik pays not for the full value of the axe, but rather he's mashed on the difference between its original value as a live axe and what it's worth now as an avela. For example, if before it was worth $50, but now it's worth $20, as an avela, the nizik keeps the novella, which is $20 of the $50 value, and the mazik has to pay the remaining $30 balance. We learn this from the Pasuk of Maka Nefesh Behema Yishalmena, that he is mashlem. Chizkiyahu learns this from the Pasuk of Vahmes Yielay. The mace goes to the nizik, so the difference is now paid by the mazik. If an animal gets torn up, if the shamer brings Adam that the damage was an inus, the shamer is putter. Shmuel says that the minig is when an object is stolen and then it breaks, we don't assess it based on broken pieces, but rather we assess it based on the whole object and what it's worth. Ula says, if a woman has a miscarriage and we don't know if the child was a male or a female, the mother must keep 14 days of yemei tuma. For an akeva, Yeladis holds 14 days. Part of the shilya let's say came out on Sunday, and part came out on Monday, we start counting from Sunday, but she holds 14 days of Tuma beginning with Monday. So we're machmer on both sides. A human Bechor, which was killed before 30 days, there is no Chiyav to redeem it. Pidyon Haben. 
Ula says a large animal can be acquired via Meshicha, taking it out of the Rishus of the old animal. In addition, a Balchayib can collect from the Avadim or the Yusayimim of the Leiva, if the Leiva dies, since this is Meshubed to the Balchayib. This is referring to a case that a person makes his Eved into an Apaitiki. When the Leiva sells the Eved, it's a full Shibud. So the Balchayev can actually take ownership of the Eved. Tafyud Beis. Prusbal is Chal if a man owns Karka, but cannot be Chal if he only owns Avadim. We know that during the Shemitah year, all Chayvis are cancelled, and a person who owes money to someone else does not have to pay it during a Shemitah year. Prusbal was a Takana of Hillel Hazakeh, which put the ownership of an object or of a Chayv into the hands of Bezdin. So the Balchayev is then allowed to collect it during the Shemitah year. Because normally, you cannot collect during a Shemitah year. But if something is owned by Bezdin, then you are allowed to collect. So all loans were put into this special category of being owned by Bezdin via this thing called a prusbal. But a person can only write a prusbal if he owns karka. If he doesn't own any karka, he cannot write a prusbal. And if he owns only avadim but does not own karka, he can also not write a prusbal. It has to be karka. Also, the Kenyan of what we call Kenyan Agav, which means if you make a Kenyan on one thing, it can be Kachal on something else. Kenyan Agav will work if a person buys Karka, it can also be Chal on Metaltalin as well. However, if a person makes a Kenyan on Avadim, you cannot use Kenyan Agav to be Kaina Metaltalin. We see from here that the Shibud of a Balchayv on land is much stronger than the Shibud a person has on Avadim. From the fortified cities of Yehuda, we learn that Kenyan Agav will work for Metaltalin that is sitting on land, which you make a regular Kenyan on. Also, an Eved who is tied down is similar to a Chatzar in this respect, since the Eved is now stationary and not free to move around. Therefore, if one performs a Kenyan Chazaka and takes possession of such an Eved, he simultaneously can acquire possession of any Metaltalin placed on the Eved, as though they were placed in the Chatzar. Taisus adds, in order for this to work, the Eved must not only be tied up, but the Eved must be sleeping as well. However, if an Eved or a Chatzar is moving, you cannot be kainit via Kenyan Chatzar, since it's a chatzar mahaleches, and a chatzar mahaleches is lay kana. The Gemara says if someone sold his friend ten fields in ten different countries, once he makes a king in on one of them, he's kind of all of the rest. We know that there are two different kinds of karbanas, kadshe kadashim and kachim kalim. Kadshe kadashim, for example, would be a carbon like a carbon ayla, which is very, very kadash, and it can only be eaten in the azara. Kachim kalim are a bit easier, and not as, as, as chumradik as kadshe kadashim, because they can be eaten anywhere in Yerushalayim. And this, for example, is a shlamim. Rebesi Aglili holds that by kadshe kadshim, for example, a carbon shlamim, even though these are considered hectish, a person, if he has benefit from this carbon, is not considered to be male the hectish. Because Rebesi Aglili holds that kadshim kalim are considered mamun bailim, not mamun hectish. In addition, we know that there are other differences between kadshe kadshim and kadshim kalim. Ivigamar asks, we learned that if someone is makadesh, a woman, with his portion of a carbon, the kedushin is not valid whether the carbon is kachi kachim or kachim kalim, since neither of these are, do we say that the mammon is considered mammon bailam. And before we said, according to Rabbi Yisaglili, that kachim kalim are considered mammon bailam. Our answer is Rabbi Yisaglili only holds that kachim kalim is considered mammon bailam if the carbon is still alive. But once the carbon is shechted, even Rabbi Yisaglili would hold that the carbon becomes Hashem's. So that's why this case of kedushin is not good, whether it's kachim kachim or kachim kalim. Rebbe Saglili holds that Kachim Kalim belong to the person and not to Hektish. He learns this from the Pussing in Vayikra, Umala. But this comes to exclude some items, like Maeser Behema, which are considered Mamun Gavoya. An ox, which is a Tam, who kills a Behema Kachim Kalim, for example a Shlamim, the owner only pays Chatzinezek according to the value of the meat of the animal, not including the Emurim, the insides, since these are burnt as a carbon. 
If an animal walked into the rishus of the mazik, and the cow of the mazik gored this trespassing animal, the owner of the animal is putter. So the mazik, the owner of the mazik, can say, what was your animal doing in my rishus? A chatzar, which was jointly owned, if the animal of one partner ate the paris of the other, there is considered a chiyav shein v'regel, i.e. chatzar hashudfin is considered a rishus hanizik. But Rabbi Lozer says he's putter. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar set up a number of principles regarding damages. Number one, if the damage happens in the rishus of the nizik, the mazik must pay. And even if it's a karen tam, he must pay nizik shalim. Number two, if it happened in the rishus of the mazik, the mazik is putter, since what was the animal doing there in the first place? And number three, if it's jointly owned, the mazik is putter in shein v'regel, but it's chayev in karen. The Mishnah. Shum kasev and shavik kasev must be done before bezdin, and with Adim, who are B'nai Bris and B'nai Charen. And women are, also, women are also included in the Klal of Nezek. So if their property is damaged, the damager must pay up. Gemara. What is Shum Kesef? Rabbi Yehuda says, when we come to assess the damage, we assess the exact damage. Shavik Kesef means when Bezdin takes payment from the Mazik, they only take the value from Nechassim Sheyeshlam Achrayas. Daf Tesvav. A Nachri is excluded from being a witness on Nezek because he's not Shaykh in mitzvahs. The Gemara says a woman is entitled to damage payments just like a man. This is learned from two different psukim. One pasuk in Bamidbar, Parakei, Isha, Isha, Kiyasa, Mikol Chatais. And from here the Gemara learned, Shava HaKasav, Isha, Leish, Lekol Anshin, Shevetara. Or we learn from Shmos, Parakaf Aleph, the Eila HaBishpatim, Asher Tosim, Lifneha. The Gemara learned, Shava HaKasav, Isha, Leish, Lekol Dinin, Shevetara. When an animal gores for the first time, and he's a tam, only Chatzinezek is required to be paid. This half payment is called Palga Niska. Rav Papa holds that this is considered Mamein. Palga Niska Mamaina. Rav Huna says, this is considered a Knas. This is called Palga Niska Knasa. And Afkamina would be if the person is Maida on the Goring by himself. So if we say Palga Niska Mamaina, then he would be Mamechuyev to pay. Because it's Mamanis, like any other Mamanis case. But if we say Palga Niska Knasa, then since he's Maida Beknas, he would be considered Pater. Because a Maida Beknas is Pater. Gemara says the rule is that if a cow kills another cow, the owner of the dead cow has to bother with the nevela, i.e. the owner keeps the dead nevela, and the mazik pays the nizik the difference between the value of the dead cow and a new live cow. If someone comes to Bezdin and admits on his own, my ox killed a certain person, he's mechuyev to pay on his own admittance, because this is considered mamen. If, however, a person is mechuyev to pay more than the damaged object is worth, i.e. there's somewhat of a knas in addition to the regular mamen, it's called knas, then if a person comes and admits on his own, he's considered to be putter, because maida knas is putter. The halacha is, when you pay chatzinezek, we say palganiska knasa. It's considered a payment of knas, and not considered a payment of mamen. In order to be chayev in knas, a real bezdin who has smicha must paskin the chayev of knas. Therefore, since we've said that palganiska knasa, chatzinezek would never be chal in bavel, where there was no real bate dinin, because they didn't give smicha in bavel, like they did, for example, in Eretz Yisrael. And finally, a person should not have a wild dog or a bad ladder in his house because a person doesn't want to be a catalyst for damage, as we see from the Pasuk in Tvarim, like Samim Damim Bevesacha. Tvarim Perek Chofkimo. The Mishnah. There are five damages of Tam which pay Chatzinezek, five that are considered Muat, which pay Nezek Shalim. Tam is if it does any of these particular things one time. Ligach to gore, Ligaif to push, Lashuch to bite, Lirbites to lay, or Levite to kick. What are considered the cases of Muad? Eating, which is Shane. And if the Shor does damage to the Rishus, within the Rishus of the Nizak, then he's Muad even on the first time around. 
If a man causes a damage, then he's muad immediately, adam muad li'ilam. Regel, when an animal is walking on its way. And finally, number five, a cow which gored for the third time. Also, a wolf, a lion, a bear, a tiger, and a snake are mu'adin by biting even the first time. This, this is what they do all the time. These are always mu'adin because they commonly do this type of damage. Daftazayin, the Gemara. The Mishnah is chesure machsura. It should say there are five tamin. The same five, when they do it three times, become a mu'ad. However, shein v'regel are always considered mu'ad. The Gemara says when we say harbatza, laying on kalim, that's considered a tam. And that's only for big kalim. But small kalim, if it lays down on them, then it's a muad and has to pay the shalim immediately, because this is a common thing for an animal to do. A bartolus is always considered a muad. What is a bartolus? The Gemara answers, a tzavua or an afa, a bat which later becomes a demon of some sort. And if a person, the Gemara says, doesn't bow down when in Shemad they say maidim, later on his spine becomes a snake. Tosfos adds that without this shedra, without this spine, a person will not be able to get up by trias hamesim. Rebbe Lazar says, the animals listed in the Mishnah, which are always mu'adim, are only mu'adim if they're untamed. But if they're tamed, they could be tamen on the first damage. A snake, however, is mu'ad l'aylam, even if it's tamed. The Mishnah. What is the difference between a tam, which gores once, and a mu'ad, which gores three times? Mishnah answers, a tam pays only chatzinezek, and it's paid migufay of the animal that damaged. So if the damaging animal is worth very little, he could technically pay even less than a chatzinezek. A mu'ad pays nezek shalim. It pays the full value, but it also pays it minha liya, from the best of his property. The Gemara says minha liya means payment from the best of his land. Since high, aliyah is equal to the best, as we see from Kivrei Malche Yehuda. For Chizkiyahu, they gave more covet to him after his death than any other melech, i.e. they put a yeshiva for learning Tyra on his kever, since he made sure his, during his entire life that all of Klal Yisrael would be Isaac and Tyra. In fact, because of Chizkiyahu, all of Klal Yisrael would be Kiyam and the laws of Tuma v'Tahara, even the young children. Taisu is asking the Gemara in Brachas Ches, how were they able to build a yeshiva on top of his kever? It's also to learn Taira next to a kever. Taisu's answer is, Al-Kivrai means not mamish on his kever, but in the general area of the kever. When Chizkiyahu Melech Yehuda was nifter, Rabbi Yehuda says, at his funeral, 36,000 people tore their clothing and went in front of his mita to show their intense grief. Mar said, Godol limud Taira, shahalimud mevi lidei maisa. Learning Torah is considered so great because it leads to doing Maisim Taivim and Mitzvahs. This was the ultimate praise of Chizkiyahu. Rabbi Yechanan, B'Shem, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai, says, We learn anyone who engages in both Torah and Gemilas Chasadim will merit to receive the Nachla of two Shvatim, Yosef and Yusachar. As we see from the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Ashrechem Zare, the Ein Zuriya El Ein Mayim El the Ein Zuriya El The Bracha of Yosef is due to his Chesed. His Nachla is Piriya Verivya. Yisachar's nachla is laden with riches. Others say, the nachla of Yosef is strength, the nachla of Yisachar is bina, is knowledge. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the second parak, Ketzad HaRegel. And the Mishnah says, Ketzad HaRegel Mu'edas. When do we say that the damage of Regel, with the foot, is considered a mu'ad, and the owner is responsible for Nezek Shalim? And the Mishnah answers, if the animal breaks something while it is walking, in its normal fashion, then the owner is responsible for Nezek Shalim. If the animal, however, kicks something as it is walking, then this is considered a tolda of Karen, since it's Kavanasai Lahazik. Or, if pebbles flew from its feet as it walked normally, and these pebbles then went and broke other Kalim, this is called Tsreiris, and it's a tolda de Regel, which is learned via Ahalachal Amesha Sinai, then in both of these cases, 
the case of pebbles flying from under its feet, or that these pebbles broke other kalim, the owner then would pay only chatzinazik. If the animal stepped on a keli and broke it, and a piece of this keli broke a second keli, for the first keli, the owner is chayev for nezik shalin, since this is regal. But for the second keli, he pays chatzinazik, since this is considered treris. A rooster is considered to be muadin as they walk, automatically. But if something was connected to its foot, or it was dancing and it broke kalim, the owner pays only chatzinazik, since in this case, it would be considered chatzinazik treris. And the Gemara asks, what we said, that if an animal walks kedarka in its normal way, how is that referring? What kind of a case is that? Gemara answers, it went into the courtyard of the nizik by just stam walking and causing damage with its hair, told it the regal, or its saddle, or with the bit in its mouth, or the bell around its neck. In all of these cases, the owner pays a nizik shalim. Subchas adds that by tsoiris, or a pig that did damage, by playing with garbage, the chiev is nizik shalim. Since we say yesh hanol lehezik, which is a tolda of shein, and in that kind of a case, it's considered nezik shalom, because the animal is getting hanaf from it. Roosters, which were jumping around, and they broke Caleb, if they broke them with their wings, the owner must pay nezik shalom. But if it broke them via the wind of their flapping wings, the chiev is nezik, is chatsi nezik, since this is considered tsreiris. And we hold, and we have Allah al-Ameshim teaching us that tsreiris pay chatsi nezik. Subcha says, they pay nezik shalom. Since he doesn't hold of the shita of the halacha l'meish misinai that chatzinezik treiros is only chayev for chatzinezik, since we say kaychay kegufay, the Maratzchia says that this gemara shver on the Rambam, who in his hakdama leperush hamishnayis holds that a halacha l'meish misinai never has a machlekes, and all people agree with the halacha l'meish misinai. Here we see that Subchas disagrees. Rava in the gemara says any kind of contact where if direct physical contact with a zav causes tuma, the same type of contact, contact vis-a-vis nezek will cause a payment of nezek shalim. But if the contact with a zav maintains tahara, for example, if the zav just throws something with kaiche, no direct contact, then the chiyav for nezek will only be chatzi nezek. Roosters that were pecking at a rope that had a bucket attached to it, and they snapped the rope, and then the bucket fell and the bucket broke, so the owner of the tarnagal is chayev nezek shalim, even though it isn't direct but it's only kaiche. Rava asks, what if an animal stepped on a keli? It didn't break, but rather it rolled to a makamacher, and then it broke. Do we say basamei karazlinen, the beginning of the action, which is what we're looking at, so the breaking is considered migufai. In other words, as soon as it rolls, it's immediately considered broken, even though it hasn't broken yet. Therefore, he would be mechuyif to pay nezik shalem. Or do we say basar tavar mana? We look at the end of the action, which is an indirect damage, which came only as the end result of the action, when it mamish broke like the case of Tsurus, where the animal stepped on some pebbles, the pebbles went flank, and therefore then it went and broke something else. That's Tsurus. It's the same thing here. Basar We say that although it rolled, the actual breaking didn't happen until later. Therefore, since it's like Tsurus, the Chiv would only be Chatzinezek. Do we say Basar Meikar or Basar Tavar We can be Paisha, the Gemara says, from the Halacha of Rabba. What is this Halacha? If Ruvain threw a keli from a roof, and before it hits the ground, Shimon came along and hit it with a baseball bat and broke it. So let's step back for a second. Think about it. person threw the keli from the roof. The keli was going to break anyway when it hits the ground. But just before it hits the ground, Shimon breaks it. So now who is Chayef? Mara says, Shimon is putter, since it was on its way to being broken. In other words, it was broken already. The minute it was thrown off from a high roof, you can, you can consider it broken. So here too, let's say the same halacha. By a rolling keli, let's say that it should be Chayef Nezek Shalim, since as soon as the keli went rolling, it was already considered broken. What about Kayach Kayche? a vessel that broke after the first one. 
Lord answers, this is also dependent on the machlekes of basar meikara azlinen, or basar tabar mana azlinen. The halach sinai of chatzinezuk tzreiras, is it paid migufai, from the body of the animal who did the damage, or do we say we pay it minahaliyah, the damage must be paid from the best of the property of the owner of the animal. From the brysa of hidus, dancing of a tarnagal, we learn that this is considered a machlekes. A dog who took a harara, a cookie that was part of a hot call, and he ate the cookie, but then he dropped the coal on a field and set the whole field on fire. On the cookie, we say, the owner pays nezek shalim, since this is considered shame. But on the gadish, the field which burned down, he pays only chatzin nezek, since it's only the kaiche of the animal, not the gufai. Therefore, it's like tzreiris, where one pays chatzin nezek, but it's paid nonetheless migufai. Rebel also says, the owner pays nezek shalim, since he considers it to be, con- to be considered mamish direct damage. Mara says once an owner of an animal pays chatzin nezek tzreiras three different times, it's a machlekes if at that point the payment reverts to nezek shalim, because it's similar to a tam and then becoming a buot. The rule is that you can only learn from a kalvachimer the maximum al halacha of the source of the kalvachimer, but nothing more. Dayo lavay minadin liyais kenadin. If, for example, we learn chatzin nezek, you'll never be able to learn nezek shalim to a second case from this kalvachimer. And finally, if an animal excreted waste onto dough, it's a machlekes if the payment is considered chatzinezek, i.e. tzoyres, or nezek shalem, i.e. gufay. Dafyutas. If a tarnagal stuck his head in a glass keli, and he made a noise and broke the keli, it's a machlekes if we pay chatzinezek or nezek shalem. And this is, a machleik, this is the machlekes of sumchas and the rabbanan. Is it considered tzoyres, where it's chatzinezek, or it's considered full damage, where it's considered nezek shalem? Ravashi says, if someone damages via force, and that force sent a keli, which then went and damaged a second keli. The sumcha say, kayach kaycha is kekaycha dami, or not? Taiku, the Gemara says. If an animal is walking in a place that's full of pebbles, where normally if the animal just walks along as he usually does, he will kick pebbles, but instead he went and he kicked something on his own with kavana, which is not considered normal, how much do we pay? Do we pay chatzinezek, or do we pay nezek shalom? Is it considered something that he had das to do, or is it just simply considered chatzinezek tzreiris? Taiku, the Gemara says. If an animal was walking Rishus Harabim and he creates Tzreris, is this considered Karen and therefore it's Chayav Rishus Harabim? Or is it a told of the Regal, which is Pater Rishus Harabim? Mars says it's probably Pater. What if he kicked it in a Rishus Harabim, but the damage ended up happening in a Rishus Hayachid? The Gemara here says that this is Chayav Chatzinezek Tzreris. If an animal flips his tail and does damage, the owner is Pater, since this is not considered normal. And finally, if the chicken had a bucket attached to it, the owner is Chayav Chatzinezek if it was attached by itself. But if the owner attached it, then the owner is Chayef for Nezek Shalim, since this would be considered similar to a case of Bor. At this point, we will conclude our shear, and Amir Tashem, on the next tape, we will begin from the next Mishnah.